Leviticus 11 through 12. The Lord spoke again to Moses and to Aaron, saying to them, Speak to the sons of Israel, saying, These are the creatures which you may eat from all the animals that are on the earth. Whatever has a divided hoof, showing split hooves, and chews the cud among the animals, that you may eat. Nevertheless, you are not to eat of these, among those which chew the cud, or among those which have a divided hoof, the camel, for though it chews cud, it does not have a divided hoof, it is unclean to you. Likewise, the rock hyrax, for though it chews cud, it does not have a divided hoof, it is unclean to you. The rabbit also, for though it chews cud, it does not have a divided hoof, it is unclean to you. And the pig, for though it has a divided hoof, and so it shows a split hoof, it does not chew cud, it is unclean to you. You shall not eat of any of their flesh, nor touch their carcasses. They are unclean to you. These you may eat, of whatever is in the water. Everything that has fins and scales in the water, in the seas, or in the rivers, you may eat. But whatever is in the seas and in the rivers that does not have fins and scales, among all the teeming life of the water, and among all the living creatures that are in the water, they are detestable things to you and they shall be detestable to you. You may not eat of any of their flesh, and you shall detest their carcasses. Whatever in the water does not have fins and scales is detestable to you. Moreover, these you shall detest among the birds. They are detestable, not to be eaten. The eagle, the vulture, and the buzzard, the red kite, the falcon in its kind, every raven in its kind the ostrich, the owl, the seagull, and the hawk in its kind, the little owl, the cormorant, and the great owl, the white owl, the pelican, and the carrion vulture, the stork, the heron in its kind, the hopo, and the bat. All the winged insects that walk on all fours are detestable to you. Yet these you may eat among the winged insects that walk on all fours, those which have jointed legs above their feet which jump on the earth. These of them you may eat, the locust in its kind, the devastating locust in its kind, the cricket in its kind, and the grasshopper in its kinds. But all other winged insects which are four-footed are detestable to you. By these, moreover, you will be made unclean. Whoever touches their carcasses becomes unclean until evening, and whoever picks up any of their carcasses shall wash his clothes and be unclean until evening. As for all the animals which have a divided hoof, but do not show a split hoof, or do not chew the cud, they are unclean to you. Whoever touches them becomes unclean. Also, whatever walks on its paws among all the creatures that walk on all fours, are unclean to you. Whoever touches their carcasses become unclean until evening, and the one who picks up their carcasses shall wash his clothes and be unclean until evening. They are unclean to you. Now these are to you unclean among the swarming things which swarm on the earth, the mole, the mouse, 
and the great lizard in its kinds, the gecko, the crocodile, the lizard, the sand reptile, and the chameleon. These are to you unclean among all the swarming things. Whoever touches them when they are dead becomes unclean until evening. Also, anything on which one of them may fall when they are dead becomes unclean, including any wooden article, or clothing, or a hide, or a sack, any article of which use is made. It shall be put in the water and be unclean until evening. Then it becomes clean. As for any earthenware vessel into which one of them may fall, whatever is in it becomes unclean, and you shall break the vessel. And any of the food which may be eaten, on which water comes, shall become unclean. And any liquid which may be drunk in every vessel shall become unclean. Moreover, everything on which part of their carcass may fall becomes unclean. An oven or a stove shall be smashed. They are unclean and shall continue as unclean to you. Nevertheless, a spring or a cistern collecting water shall be clean, though the one who touches their carcass shall be unclean. Now if a part of their carcass falls on any seed for sowing, which is to be sown, it is clean. But if water is put on the seed and a part of their carcass falls on it, it is unclean to you. Also, if one of the animals dies which you have for food, the one who touches its carcass becomes unclean until evening. He too, who eats some of its carcass, shall wash his clothes and be unclean until evening. And the one who picks up its carcass shall wash his clothes and be unclean until evening. Now every swarming thing that swarms on the earth is detestable not to be eaten. Whatever crawls on its belly, and whatever walks on all fours, whatever has many feet in regard to every swarming thing that swarms on the earth, you shall not eat them, because they are detestable. Do not make yourselves detestable through any of the swarming things that swarm, and you shall not make yourselves unclean with them, so that you become unclean. For I am the Lord your God." Consecrate yourselves, therefore, and be holy, because I am holy. And you shall not make yourselves unclean with any of the swarming things that swarm on the earth. For I am the Lord who brought you up from the land of Egypt, to be your God. So you shall be holy, because I am holy. This is the law regarding the animal and the bird, and every living thing that moves in the waters, and everything that swarms on the earth to make a distinction between the unclean and the clean, between the edible creature and the creature which is not to be eaten. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel, saying, When a woman gives birth and delivers a male child, she shall be unclean for seven days. As she is in the days of her menstruation, she shall be unclean. Then on the eighth day, the flesh of his foreskin shall be circumcised, and she shall stay at home in her condition of blood purification for thirty-three days. She shall not touch any consecrated thing, nor enter the sanctuary until the days of her purification are completed. But if she gives birth to a female child, then she shall be unclean for two weeks, as in her menstruation. 
and she shall stay at home in her condition of blood purification for sixty-six days. When the days of her purification are completed, for a son or for a daughter, she shall bring to the priest at the doorway of the tent of meeting a one-year-old lamb as a burnt offering, and a young pigeon or a turtle dove as a sin offering. Then he shall offer it before the Lord and make atonement for her, and she shall be cleansed from the flow of her blood. This is the law for her who gives birth to a child, whether a male or female. But if she cannot afford a lamb, then she shall take two turtle doves or two young doves, the one as a burnt offering and the other as a sin offering, and the priest shall make atonement for her, and she will be clean. Luke 7 When he had completed all his teaching in the hearing of the people, he went to Capernaum. Now a centurion slave, who was highly regarded by him, was sick and about to die. When he heard about Jesus, he sent some Jewish elders to him, asking him to come and save the life of his slave. When they came to Jesus, they strongly urged him, saying, He is worthy for you to grant this to him, for he loves our nation, and it was he who built us our synagogue. Now Jesus started on his way with them, but already, when he was not yet far from the house, the centurion sent friends, saying to him, Lord, do not trouble yourself further, for I am not worthy for you to enter under my roof. For that reason, I did not even consider myself worthy to come to you. But just say the word, and my servant shall be healed. For I also am a man placed under authority, with soldiers under myself. And I say to this one, Go, and he goes. And to another, Come, and he comes. And to my slave, Do this, and he does it. Now, when Jesus heard this, he was amazed at him and turned and said to the crowd that was following him, I say to you, not even in Israel have I found such great faith. And when those who had been sent returned to the house, they found the slave in good health. Soon afterward, Jesus went to a city called Nain, and his disciples were going along with him, accompanied by a large crowd. Now as he approached the gate of the city, a dead man was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow, and a sizable crowd from the city was with her. When the Lord saw her, he felt compassion for her, and said to her, Do not go on weeping. And he came up and touched the coffin, and the bearers came to a halt. And he said, Young man, I say to you, arise. And the dead man sat up and began to speak. And Jesus gave him back to his mother. Fear gripped them all, and they began glorifying God, saying, A great prophet has appeared among us, and God has visited his people. And this report about him spread throughout Judea and in all the surrounding region. The disciples of John also reported to him about all these things, and after summoning two of his disciples, John sent them to the Lord, saying, Are you the coming one, or are we to look for another? And when the men came to him, they said, 
John the Baptist has sent us to you, to ask, Are you the coming one, or are we to look for another? At that very time, he cured many people of diseases, and afflictions, and evil spirits, and he gave sight to many who were blind. And he answered and said to them, Go and report to John what you have seen and heard. Many people who were blind receive sight. Many people who limped walk. People with leprosy are cleansed, and people who were deaf hear. Dead people are raised up, and people who are poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed is anyone who does not take offense at me. When the messengers of John had left, he began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? But what did you go out to see? A man dressed in soft clothing? Those who are splendidly clothed and live in luxury are found in royal palaces. But what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and one who is more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written. Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way before you. I say to you, among those born of women, there is no one greater than John. Yet the one who is least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. When all the people and the tax collectors heard this, they acknowledged God's justice, having been baptized with the baptism of John. But the Pharisees and the lawyers rejected God's purposes for themselves, not having been baptized by John. To what then shall I compare the people of this generation, and what are they like? They are like children who sit in the marketplace and call to one another and say, We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We sang a song of mourning, and you did not weep. For John the Baptist has come neither eating bread nor drinking wine, and you say, He has a demon. The Son of Man has come eating and drinking, and you say, Behold, a gluttonous man, and a heavy drinker, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. And yet wisdom is vindicated by all her children. Now one of the Pharisees was requesting him to eat with him, and he entered the Pharisee's house and reclined at the table. And there was a woman in the city who was a sinner, and when she learned that he was reclining at the table in the Pharisee's house, she brought an alabaster vial of perfume, and standing behind him at his feet, weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears, and she wiped them with the hair of her head, and began kissing his feet, and anointing them with the perfume. Now when the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, if this man were a prophet, he would know who and what sort of person this woman is who is touching him, that she is a sinner. And Jesus responded and said to him, Simon and I have something to say to you. And he replied, Say it, teacher. A moneylender had two debtors. The one owed five hundred denarii, and the other fifty. When they were unable to repay, he cancelled the debts of both. So which of them will love him more? Simon answered and said, 
I assume, the one for whom he cancelled the greater debt? And he said to him, You have judged correctly. And turning toward the woman, he said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet, but she has wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You gave me no kiss, but she has not stopped kissing my feet since the time I came in. You did not anoint my head with oil, but she anointed my feet with perfume. For this reason, I say to you, her sins, which are many, have been forgiven, for she loved much. But the one who is forgiven little loves little. And he said to her, Your sins have been forgiven. And then those who were reclining at the table with him began saying to themselves, Who is this man who even forgives sins? And he said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. First Corinthians 1 Paul, called as an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of our God and our brother Sosthenes, to the church of God which is in Corinth, to those who have been sanctified in Christ Jesus, saints by calling, with all who in every place call on the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, their Lord and ours, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God always concerning you for the grace of God which was given you in Christ Jesus, that in everything you were enriched in him, in all speech and all knowledge, just as the testimony concerning Christ was confirmed in you, so that you are not lacking in any gift, as you eagerly await the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ, who will also confirm you to the end, blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful, through whom you were called into fellowship with his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Now I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all agree, and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be made complete in the same mind and in the same judgment. For I have been informed concerning you, my brothers and sisters, by Chloe's people, that there are quarrels among you. Now I mean this, that each one of you is saying, I am with Paul, or I am with Apollos, or I am with Cephas, or I am with Christ. Has Christ been divided? Paul was not crucified for you, was he? Or were you baptized in the name of Paul? I am thankful that I baptized none of you except Crispus and Gaius, so that none of you would say you were baptized in my name. But I did baptize the household of Stephanus also. Beyond that, I do not know if I baptized anyone else. For Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with cleverness of speech, so that the cross of Christ would not be made of no effect. For the word of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, and the understanding of those who have understanding I will confound. Where is the wise person? Where is the scribe? 
Where is the debater of this age? Has God not made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God, the world through its wisdom did not come to know God, God was pleased through the foolishness of the message preached to save those who believe. For indeed, Jews ask for signs, and Greeks search for wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified, to Jews a stumbling block, and to Gentiles foolishness. But to those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God, and the wisdom of God. For the foolishness of God is wiser than mankind, and the weakness of God is stronger than mankind. For consider your calling, brothers and sisters, that there were not many wise according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to shame the wise, and God has chosen the weak things of the world to shame the things which are strong, and the insignificant things of the world, and the despised God has chosen, the things that are not, so that he may nullify the things that are so that no human may boast before God. But it is due to him that you are in Christ Jesus, who became to us wisdom from God, and righteousness and sanctification and redemption, so that just as it is written, let the one who boasts boast in the Lord. Proverbs eighteen seventeen through 24 The first to plead his case seems right, until another comes and examines him. The cast lot puts an end to quarrels, and decides between the mighty ones. A brother who is offended is harder to be won than a strong city, and quarrels are like the bars of a citadel. With the fruit of a person's mouth his stomach will be satisfied. He will be satisfied with the product of his lips. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. He who finds a wife finds a good thing, and obtains favor from the Lord. A poor person utters pleadings, but a rich person answers defiantly. A person of too many friends comes to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Psalm 38 Lord, do not rebuke me in your wrath, and do not punish me in your burning anger, for your arrows have sunk deep into me, and your hand has pressed down on me. There is no healthy part in my flesh because of your indignation. There is no health in my bones because of my sin. For my guilty deeds have gone over my head. Like a heavy burden, they weigh too much for me. My wounds grow foul and fester because of my foolishness. I am bent over and greatly bowed down. I go in mourning all day long. For my sides are filled with burning, and there is no healthy part in my flesh. I feel faint and badly crushed. I groan because of the agitation of my heart. Lord, all my desire is before you, 
and my sighing is not hidden from you. My heart throbs, my strength fails me, and the light of my eyes, even that, has gone from me. My loved ones and my friends stand aloof from my plague, and my kinsmen stand far away. Those who seek my life lay snares for me, and those who seek to injure me have threatened destruction, and they plot deception all day long. But I, like a person who is deaf, do not hear, and I am like a person who cannot speak, who does not open his mouth. Yes, I am like a person who does not hear, and in whose mouth are no arguments. For I wait for you, Lord. You will answer, Lord my God. For I said, May they not rejoice over me. Who, when my foot slips, would exalt themselves over me? For I am ready to fall, and my sorrow is continually before me. For I admit my guilt. I am full of anxiety because of my sin. But my enemies are vigorous and strong, and those who wrongfully hate me are many, and those who repay evil for good. They become my enemies because I follow what is good. Do not abandon me, Lord. My God, do not be far from me. Hurry to help me, Lord, my salvation.